Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Welcome to Without Bias. Apia, the go-to insurance for retirees. Call 135050. Get set, go. Local legends want it. A bowls green is just up the road. Search bowls club near me. Ah, yes, indeed. Welcome to Without Bias, our dedicated lawn bowl show, part of the sporting capital on SEN, where we dive headfirst into the wonderful world of Lawn Bowls. Big show to this evening. We're going to be joined in about 15 minutes' time by National Jackaroos coach Gary Willis to join us. So the Jackaroos are only about a week back from a month-long tour of the UK, getting themselves acclimatised, ready and raring to go for the Birmingham Com Games, where we are looking just to take down any everyone and anyone. Um, and it's a really strong team that's been assembled. And, and a lovely little segue into our first guest this evening, part of that Jackaroo squad, uh, is Genevieve Dells. Dells plays uh, for Raymond Terrace up around Newcastle. is a home club, a Jackaroo, uh, and is back from the UK uh, and has been good enough to jump on to be our first guest tonight on Without Bias. Uh, Jen, hello to you. Hello, how are you doing? I'm really, really well. Um, first and foremost, welcome back. Uh, you've just returned from that big trip from Australian duties. Let's start off with the World Indoor Championships. How did you find that event in Bristol? World Indoor, uh, yeah, that was that was probably one of the more challenging events I've played in, I guess because I hadn't played on an indoor rink since I think about 2019 was when our event was last played. But really great event. There were 29 nations that participated in it, which was awesome. Um, unfortunately for me, it was a bit of a heartbreaking affair. I I lost my round matches um, holding game on a one-end tie break, pretty much each single one. Uh, unfortunately, lost the toss each time going into the tie break and didn't have last bowl. But yeah, um, yeah, pretty, pretty heartbreaking, but at the same time, a great experience. Uh, all those quality players over there in the UK were coming off their indoor season, so they were uh, pretty red hot. So they're obviously very quick greens. Uh, you guys have been practicing on the slow greens over there. How did you go dividing your time, and how much does it throw you out rhythm-wise when you're moving um, so quickly in between the quick indoor to the slow outdoor? Look, I tried to divide my time equally uh, without losing touch on either. I sort of found with my delivery on the uh, on the heavier greens preparing for Leamington was a completely different, you know, delivery and a headspace to be in than playing on the the indoor rink. The indoor rink, there's a lot of touch and. Yeah, the, the outdoor was very much the opposite at Lamington. So trying to divide my time a little bit equally so um, it wasn't such a shock transitioning from one pace to another. That was that was uh, sort of how I approached it. So how did you find uh, the Lamington Spa Greens? Are the speeds quite different to the ones here in Australia? A hundred percent. You can't really compare the two. Uh Natasha Natasha and I basically had our preparation on croquet greens over here. They were the ones that probably closely replicated what was going on over at Leamington. 
Um, it was very much different to over here. You could very much notice there were, you know, there were different tracks left from previous matches. And so you sort of had to play to those tracks because you play outside of those. It has a massive um, difference on the on your weight and the line that you play. It can it can bring you undone pretty quickly. And uh, yeah, it it was a massive learning curve for me personally um, because I hadn't really played on greens like that where tracks played such a massive part in in how your delivery went. Speaking of Jen Delves, uh, Jackaroo, or right at home, Jackaroo, I should say, just returning from uh, the trip to the UK with the national squad. So you made your Jackaroo's debut in Birmingham, meaning you've now represented Australia in three sports. How much did that mean to you <laughs> to get that cap? And for those who don't know, talk us through the other representations that you've been able to achieve in your career. Yeah, well, uh, I, I played for Australia in three different sports. The first one I managed to play for Australia in um, in soccer as a schoolgirl. Went over to Argentina and toured over there. Second one, I'm cap number 53 with the Australian rugby side. Uh, played in two World Cups, 1998 and 2002. And now cap number 87 with the Australian Jackaroos. Yeah, abs- absolutely chuffed. So you're one of those, aren't you, that are just good at everything and anything <laughs> that you set your hand or your mind to? Oh, I don't know about that. It was it was basically my 13-year-old self. Um, I told myself then uh, that I wanted to be a triple international. I didn't think back then it would take me 30-odd years to do it. But by far, bowls has been the greatest challenge, um, you know, presented to me to, to get to that milestone. It, it took me a long time to get there and... And all the hard work was worth it, and especially being presented my cap by Tash, which was really special. Um, I definitely wouldn't be in the position where I am now without her um, helping me along the way. She she taught me everything she knows, and she's she's a pretty handy person to learn from. So how much have you enjoyed it? Now that you're there, now that the debut's occurred, how have you enjoyed being part of that high-performance setup? And, and, and how's the sense of anticipation leading up uh, to Birmingham? Yeah, well, the the thing I've really loved about being a part of the HP program is is just that personal accountability on your training, you know. Um, It it, it does keep you honest and it's also provided a great opportunity to develop my game as a player and also as a person. Um, It's been awesome getting to know the other players and the the thing that really, I guess, has stood out for me, which was a bit of a, um, a nice, you know, surprise but not an unexpected one was... You know, spending some time with the para athletes over in Leamington Spa. There's some, there's some brilliant individuals and some brilliant people that you know, like without being part of that HP program, I would never have um, had the opportunity to to meet otherwise. And yeah, as as for Birmingham, I'm I'm sure you know, the the team that is fortunate enough to get picked for that squad, they'll they'll do Australia proud. How do you feel like you, you you're situated uh, to achieve that goal at the moment? Oh, look, for me, I, I couldn't have done any more than what I did. Um, I, I did all the right preparation. I made all the right commitments. And, um, you know, for me, whatever happens, I, I can't really look back with regret. And, you know, that that's probably my biggest takeaway from that. Um, if I make it, that's fantastic. I would love nothing more to be there. But if not, I can, um, yeah, put hand on heart and say I did everything I could. Well, listen, I've got Gary coming up next. I'll make sure I put in a very good <laughs> word. And 
And in saying that, as I say it out loud, it sounds even more ridiculous that I would think that I have even any sway in that matter at all. But every little bit helps, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> I'll no, take just, it. Yes. I'll take it. Hey, just before I let you go, you're also on the Bowls Australia board. Congratulations on your appointment. I mean, it's it's one thing to, to play the game, but it's another thing to put your hand up to try and make the game better and to serve the game, and you should be commended for that. Uh, what was your reason for running, and what are you hoping to achieve as part of the, the board of Bowls Australia? Yeah, well, I wasn't. Uh, it had have asked me 12 months ago. I wasn't necessarily, you know, thinking of, of joining the board. I was, I was encouraged to apply for election, um, though I don't really have a corporate, a corporate background, but I do sort of have, you know, um, I guess my employment experience, with, you know, interpretations and applications of policy, legislations, all that sort of stuff. Um, being really accountable for my decisions. It also helps being, you know, quite passionate and really passionate about the game. And and I guess I've got, you know, something to contribute with other sports. The things I'd really love to see, um, you know, focus on in my time in the board is just really promoting inclusiveness with the game. Um, you know, whether it's it's more women, you know, different age demographics, all abilities, minority groups, you know, it's the members that keep the club thriving and, you know, events like the the BPL keep that thriving. You know, mm. we've got, you know, a few, I think, hurdles to come up with with Com Games. Um, I think they're sort of looking at other sports of including it and the healthiest, you know, we can keep our sport, then it would be great to keep our sport involved in things like Commonwealth Games and maybe a little sneaky peek into um, Brisbane, Brisbane Olympics. Jen, thank you so much for your time uh, on Without Bias this evening. Good luck with the road and hopefully getting to Birmingham. Good luck with what's to come for you as being part of the Bowls Australia board, and we'll speak to you again very soon. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, Genevieve Dells, Ride at Home, Jackaroo, the right care, Ride at Home. All thanks to Ride at Home, the official naming rights partner of the Australian Jackaroos. We'll be back on the other side of this with the coach of the Ride at Home Jackaroos. Gary Willis is our next guest on Without Bias, brought to you by Apia, proudly supporting Bowls Australia. And don't forget, local legends wanted a Bowls Green. is just up the road. Search Bowls Clubs near me. This is Without Bias. Apia, the go-to insurance for retirees. Call 13-50-50. Get set, go. Local legends wanted. A Bowls Green is just up the road. Search Bowls Club near me. Thanks for being with us on Without Bias, our dedicated lawn bowls show, part of the Sporting Capital on SEN. Sam Hargraves still with you. It was great to catch up with Jackaroo Jen Delves uh, moments ago for the right care, right at home. And now... We go to the top of the Jackaroos tree, and that is the head coach, Gary Willis, has been good enough to join us uh, just recently back, as Jen was from that month-long trip to the UK. Uh, so much to talk about with Gary. Uh, Gary, hello, mate. G'day, Sam. How are you? I'm really well. Uh, jet lag, all sorted or not? Uh, yes, yeah, slowly back to normal. As normal as I get, Sam, I'm, I'm nearly there, mate. So it's been a bit of a process. It always seems harder coming home than it is going over, but... Um, no, uh, coping well and uh, nearly back to earth, yeah. How did it feel to have the whole squad together? You've been in the job about a year now and most of that has been uh, behind Zoom screens and phone calls and FaceTimes, but now you've got everybody together. You get on the road, you get on the plane, uh, you head over just to get yourselves prepared for what's to come uh, for the Com Games. What was that experience like from your point of view? No, it was just fantastic, Sam, to be honest. It's just to see the uh, the smiling faces and, and what we call our second family all coming back together was just tremendous. Um, and obviously their excitement and, and uh, the, just having international bowls back again. You know, they've got obviously a lot of um, 
you know, friendly rivalries that they've built up over a long period of time with the other international players and just to catch up with them and see them reconnect was just really something special um, after such a long period of time, for sure. So what did you make of the conditions uh, in the UK? Um, it won't be too dissimilar by the time the Com game starts, uh, 28th of July. Um, what, did you, what did you make of it? Was it as expected, or did you, were you able to learn a little bit more about uh, the conditions that you'll be facing? Yeah, no, we did. We learned a lot, actually, and it was, you know, the trip was uh, very beneficial for us, both off the green and on the green, obviously. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we'd sort of been really lucky and fortunate in our preparation. Our, our first get, real get-together was a trial at Mount Tambourine, who, who've done up a green, doctored up a green for us in preparation, and, and they've done a tremendous job up there uh, at Mount Tambourine with Damien, the greenkeeper, and um, that sort of, you know, put us in really good place uh, to head over there. And the transition wasn't as bad as what it normally is. Um, obviously, the, the greens are totally different over there to what we're used to. So coming from what Mount Tambourine had prepared for us and, and coming onto there, our, our players adapted extremely well. It's probably the best I've, uh, I've seen any Australian team since my involvement uh, adapt. And, and obviously, the, you know, we were over there in 2018 and 2019 uh, as part of this preparation. So all of that combined and, and uh, Mount Tambourine has just made it uh, very good for us and, and the trip very worthwhile. So uh, that was, it was really good as far as, you know, the international competition was concerned, um, uh, some really good results. So extremely happy uh, with everything that transpired over there. Um, the, the trip itself, part of the trials for the Com Games selection, what was your key focus uh, in those trials, I just spoke to, to Jen before. I said I'd put in a good word. Not that that's going to mean anything at all when it comes to her getting selection. But but she <laughs> she spoke about the fact that she believes that she she did everything she could have to, to give herself the best opportunity to get selected. What were you looking for? Um, and what's, head of, what's on the top of your criteria list? Well, I think first and foremost, we had such a large group. So we had, you know, upwards of sort of 40 staff and, and players uh, with our squad that travelled over there. So it was a huge exercise, you know, just to get that off the ground. And, and my main priority was that everybody was safe. Um, and obviously with COVID and, and you know, it's, it's uh, a worrying time trying to travel internationally. Um, and, and we've got, you know, a, a very broad range of age groups and, and um, uh, both physically, uh, physically able and, and those uh, uh, para-athletes that, that come with us. So there's a lot to sort of consider when we do travel. Uh, and my main priority was obviously first and foremost, the safety of everyone that was on that, on that tour. Secondly was around just everyone feeling included. We've got some newbies there that haven't toured like that before, uh, haven't played an international game of bowls before. So just sort of ensuring that they were in uh, an environment where they felt included and, and that they were able to perform their best. I, I think, you know, anyone that feels like they belong uh, and that they're welcomed into that environment will perform better. So that was a main priority of mine for sure. And, I mean, how big a job is it going to be to whittle that group of 40 or so down uh, into the squad that, that, that goes over? I mean, so many different factors to look at because you it's, it's, a, it's an interesting prospect to pick that side as opposed to some other sports where... You know, you've got to find oh, who's going to be our singles, who's going to be our, our pairs, our, our threes, our fours. And there, there's a lot that goes into not just picking who makes the team, but then how do you put those teams together in the teams within the team, Gary? 
Yeah, it's, it, Sam, honestly, it's the hardest part of the job is selection. And, you know, you you try and just do the best you can to get it right. And, um, you know, I think for me, over the years, witnessing a lot of different teams selected and, and you know, interpretation and politics and, and all that type of thing, I try and take away, uh, take that out of the equation and, and just make sure we've got some really good facts-based evidence and that we've got people in those positions uh, which we have in positions of selection and coaching staff that are experienced and have the knowledge to to get us through that process. Um, so we're very fortunate these days that we've got uh, so many uh, wonderful people involved that, that bring that wealth of experience and knowledge to the table. But at the end of the day, it doesn't get any easier, Sam, I can tell you. And the, and the guys and uh, girls over there that uh, perform so really well made it extremely tough, um, extremely tough on our selections. I know that for sure. The leaning into the analytics of bowls and, and the data is that is there and 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 um, and usable. How much influence is that having on your team selection when it comes to um, you know putting players together or even looking at your opponents and figuring out best matchups for the the, the best in the world that you're going to come up against? How, how much of an impact is 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 the leaning into analytics having in the selection? Yeah, I think it's it's certainly a, a part of the game that excites me, and I think it, you know to, to take the game to the next level, um, and, and also just you know um, support what you think you're seeing. Um, and, and like I said before, that facts based evidence is is where the stats come into it for me. And and it's not just about us; uh, it's not just a selection tool; it's a coaching tool as well. Mm. So identifying any weaknesses or, you know, strengths uh, and also looking at that in our opposition as well. So our, our stats program is, is uh, really well driven by a guy by the name of Ken Polson, who's in a voluntary role. He's done a mountain of work for us and, and our stats program is just absolutely wonderful and, and ever evolving, uh, constantly redeveloping it and finding new ways to use it uh, and just crunch those numbers. It's part of the process. I mean, it's not the be all and end all, it's certainly a significant um, contributor to just to support, you know, what we think we're seeing. Uh, and through the experience and knowledge of those people, it just tells them, yes, they are looking at the right people or they are looking at the right thing. And, and as you say, there's just so much more that, that goes into the selection of those teams. You know, you talk about combinations and you, and you talk about, ex, you know, previous experience on the big stage, which is so much different to, you know, your domestic and national events uh it's just so much more pressure and so much added in that arena so um trying to recognize that within people and within teams uh i think is the trick and and it's uh, always changing and and always opens my eyes up to to realize you know it's doesn't matter how much work you do and, and how much preparation you put in it's always tough to, to come up with those final combinations what are some of the things that you've been able to learn through analytics and what are those sets of numbers that you look at closely? For people who have played bowls their whole life, this would be fascinating to find out that, you know, statistics aren't just for other sports, but they're, they're relevant and helpful to this one. Well, I think it's probably, it's pretty, it's pretty basic, uh, Sam, in the fact that we just, we look at the effective numbers. So we look at different areas. Yep. Uh, we look at green specific areas. So, when uh, we, we sort of coach for our players to, to miss in good areas, uh, so to speak. So we look at those numbers and, and the weight of numbers shows us how consistent they are in, in that uh, style of play. So um, probably very basic for the numbers that we do take. So, you know, we've, mm. we've got uh, a pretty limited range. You play 
backhand shots, you play forehand shots, you play a draw shot, or you might play a weighted shot or a drive shot. Uh, all of those things are considered, including, you know, uh, different uh, lengths, their strengths on different lengths of the mat and the jack, yeah, uh, how they throw the jack, all that type of thing. So, um, and we also, you know, you, you consider their misses too. So, you know, from a coaching perspective, if there's a significant amount of misses on a particular length or a particular hand, well, then obviously it comes, becomes a coaching piece where we can identify those and yeah. work, work to strengthen them, you know? So, yeah. Oh, Gary, it's absolutely fascinating, and I appreciate you giving us some insight to it. Could speak to you for hours about it, uh, but we are out of time. Um, good luck with what's to come. July, it all gets started, and you've got a great support team around you with Karen Murphy and the rest of the team, and your experience as an assistant coach at Com Games level. You've been a player at Com Games level, so uh, this team's in very good hands, and we wish you nothing but the best, and we'll speak to you again very soon. Uh, thanks, Sam. I appreciate it. Great to talk to you again, and we'll do our very best... Uh the country mate and uh we won't leave any stone unturned uh trying to uh, perform at our best thank you do not doubt at all that you'll make us all very proud gary willis the jackaroos coach right for right at home the right care right at home and that's it from us on without bias another cracking edition it'll be up on the podcast page if you want to catch up uh, on anything that you might have missed whether it be with jen delves or with jackaroos coach gary willis it's all thanks to apia proudly supporting bowls australia apia the go-to insurance for retirees and don't forget local legends wanted a bowls club is just up the road search bowls clubs near me we'll see you next week on without bias